Ray. Riff, riff, wrong. Okay. Risk progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. And Riff, wrong, wrong. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. The animated series. Joining me today is a man who's just out there looking for some tech, Jacob. Oh, whiskers. Why, thank you. Like, introduce our co-host, a man who feels like he's in second place. Welcome, Drew. And yet I'm firstborn. Weird, right? That doesn't make any sense No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in the show either. No, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, how are you doing, Jacob? Man, I am doing very well. Very, very well. Very excited to get into this series. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually interested in this also, because like we said in the prologue, I know abs- vir- virtually nothing about Thundercats. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what we are actually reviewing today? All right. So we are reviewing the first episode of Thundercats 2011, episode one Omens Part 1. Alrighty. Alright, this... Let me get to it. This episode first aired July 29th, 2011. It was directed by... Uh, Yoshiharu Ashino and Sean Song. Alright, so official summary from the WV. Mm-hmm. An epic, all-new imagining of a classic and beloved 1980s animated series, Thundercats, tells the story of the hero's journey to fulfill his ultimate destiny. Well, that's the summary of the show. That is true. I Never. mean, in this episode, what we get to see, and admittedly, that's what Hulu said, too, for Omens Part 1. Right. But uh, what we get to see is uh, lion uh, going out to get some tech mm-hmm. from the black market, essentially. Pretty much. Uh, running into uh, Chitara. Yeah. And not knowing who she is. True. Uh, we get to see uh, Kit and Kat steal some stuff during a ceremony. Mm-hmm. And during a festival. We, during a festival. We get to see... Uh, oh, was it Green? Is that the... Green? Gren? Gwen? I don't oh. remember the guy's name. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Groon. Groon, yeah, sorry. It's spelled like green. Yeah, uh, Gen- like the General green, Groon. The, 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 the green of Green, Texas, anyway. Yeah. Um, we get to see General Groon. He tells us Panthro uh, died while in, died in combat, and he's brought back this giant 
rock with gold nuggets all through it through it um and then uh it ends with lino um letting these two lizards go that mm-hmm. he thinks that they've that uh his his idea is is that lino let them go because um Maybe maybe the diplomatic things with the lizard people would go better if they were kinder. Yeah, they and treat- not just warlike. Exactly. And I think that would have been correct had he done that bef- if the plans had already not been set in motion. Very true. I think he had the right idea, just bad timing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the 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 gold rocks you're referring to is called Thundranium. <laughs> they never said this. They did. They never said the word Thundranium in the show episode. Okay, well, never mind. Well, it's Thundranium. And I remember. I will take your word for it. Yeah. And maybe they didn't. I just skipped over it. But, I mean, I do keep the subtitles on. So. Right. And it's not like Thunder doesn't come up regularly. Yeah, quite a bit. I just remember looking at it and going, those are some ugly looking jewels. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> those are some ugly looking crystals. Are we sure that's not sulfur? Kind of <laughs> looks like sulfur. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But we'll get into that in the next episode. Right. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Trivia? So, all right, going into trivia, there's there's quite a bit of trivia in this movie, or movie, TV show. Uh, well, correction, there isn't a whole lot. There's just two bits. There's two bits. Uh, well, one, we do have a lot of recurring characters from mm-hmm. the original series with completely different story, uh, story arcs. Uh, the fact that Jaga was a, he was an elder in the original he was an elder, and in this one, he's more of a... He's a cleric. Well, he's the leader of the clerics. Yeah, he's the leader of the clerics. You have Jatara, who was just... She was part of the... Uh, part of the I believe it was of the elders or the, the, the high council mm-hmm. in the original. And here, she's a, she's a high cleric. Not that we know that by the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, Although we, it's very obviously hinting of that. Yeah, it is very much hinting of that. We have... A new change from the original series and this one, Lionel and Tiger are brothers, or in this case, half brothers. That was an interesting. That was an interesting development when I first saw it. I was like, "Really? Okay, that's interesting." Um, let me think. Wily Kit, Wily Cat. Uh, apparently, in the or Aladdin. Or ri- yeah, Aladdin. They are basically Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. I, I'll give you that with a magic ring flute thing that can make people susceptible to their wily ways yeah that's true that's um uh, wily kit could originally do that originally can could hip uh like hypnose people in, mm. in in certain ways with music but that was an interesting throwback uh groon well we'll, we'll get we'll get into groon when we get into episode two right um we also get the fact that snarf, snarf doesn't is, talk is, does not talk he is literally a cat yeah He's an alien cat, and he just meows. And uh, he, he so he pseudo talks. I've, I've heard people like, "Oh no, he doesn't talk," but like he does talk I mean, in he, a way. He does have a voice actress. Yeah. So continue. Oh yeah. Uh, I was looking up something else, but it there, there's such there's such a dramatic difference in the storytelling and the uh, characterizations, the the world building. Oh my gosh. 
like yeah in the original series we got some world building but not to this extent the fact to be like we're still on um oh come on third earth yeah we're still on like we're on third earth but it's almost like they were there for thousands of years mm. and we'll learn that later on in the series uh why they're on third earth but in general i was very surprised by the the depth and layer and the much more mature storytelling in this in this in this show yeah, with season one with Lion-O being this very young kid, unlike in the original, he was a kid, but they crash land on third earth and he becomes a man, but still a kid at heart. So in this one, he is a, he is a prince who is very distracted by, you know, tech and things of, you know, things of old. Mm-hmm. You know, like, always, there's always this idea of pushing the, you know, the, the Book of Omens. That's why Groot and Panthro went out to go find the Book of Omens. And, um, I, f- I find that, I find the, this episode so well done because we have so much development within one episode. Because you find, um, some of them a whole season to develop everything. And this, yeah. we, we've got everything now. we got the fact that we've got the lizards and the the cats well, are, the, are the number one species on the planet. It, it's, it's, this is one of the advantages you get with actually having an origin story yes, movie. Agreed. Where you actually start at the beginning of the story instead of starting... Uh, what's known as in media res, which yeah. means which is Latin for in the middle, mm-hmm. which a lot of shows do because you can get to the meat of the show itself, and in yeah. a lot of cases, the pilot is of the type of stories you can normally expect. Yeah, in a show, so since that's usually where they start, that's why you get things like it's like the way when you look I hate to keep bringing up Adventure Time because I don't really like Adventure Time okay. but Adventure Time just starts as a normal episode there's no it, it just drops you in the middle of it doesn't tell you what's going on who any of these people are it's just and here's a weird episode mm-hmm. this doesn't do that this is like okay here's all the characters here's your each character gets its nice own little intro mm-hmm Here's a little bit about the world building. Here's a few call outs to some things you need to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. And yet you, since you're telling the story from the beginning, you don't have these times where it's like, oh, now we've got to somehow introduce this concept that and have it not feel like we just brought it out of nowhere. Right. Here, it's like, no, this is how the world is. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're starting it. So, yeah. Also, I just did some looking. The voice actress, who is the voice of Snarf. Mm-hmm. She also voiced a character in a movie we saw this year for the Cellcast. Really? In Pokemon, the first movie, okay. Mewtwo Strikes Back, mm-hmm. she was the voice of Mew. Okay, interesting. Also that makes vo- sense. And also the voice of Togepi. Okay. The little po- Pokemon that Misty was carrying around. Oh, okay. All right, so the one little bit of trivia. Now, I know probably there's some huge fans out there be like, oh, you're missing this. But the one key one I remember. The big one. The big one. The big one, everyone, that when Lion-O goes into the black market um, oh, that's dealer. That's the big one I thought you were going to say. But go no, ahead. But the uh, when you're looking around the tech, the tech that's all around there that Jitaro is calling junk. 
mm-hmm. you find a robo bear hand or paw. <laughs> okay. All right. So what was the one you were thinking of? How about the fact that the king is voiced by the original lion That is good. That's a good call. <laughs> That's what I would consider the big one, because I was w- sitting there watching and going, I know this voice. <laughs> I know this voice. I didn't watch the original show, so I didn't think about that, except I saw the opening so many times, because the opening is awesome. Right. Of the original show. But I was like... I know this voice. Why do I know this voice? And it was not until the next episode mm-hmm. that I realized it was lion It was yeah. the original lion Yeah, so what he's referring to is Larry Kinney, who originally yes. voiced lion from the original Thundercats. He reprise, He doesn't reprise his role, but he reprises he, saying... It's a, it is a cameo role. And it since, is a cameo role. Since he is playing lion father, mm-hmm. we do kind of get this nice passing of the torch, yes. per se. Yes, yes. And uh, it's got a really good cast, I would say. The the fact that be like you have Jules Bass, consulting producer, mm-hmm. uh, and Arthur Rankin Jr., aka Franken Bass. Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass. Always called Franken Bass. I don't know why. <laughs> Rankin Bass. The the produ- production company who did the original. Apparently, some of the um, people are still involved with this production. That was mm-hmm. fascinating. All right, all right, all right. Cast. Really? Writing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we have voice actors by... Voice acting by Will Freely, who played lion but also he's done a ton of other stuff, including... Um, come on. Really? Wow, I'm drawing it. Uh, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Anyways, skip that. Well, let me see it. No, 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 no. But it does, it does give you any more information than that. It's Will Free. Will Freely. He did. Uh, he was uh, Batman Beyond. He was the voice of um, Terry. Yeah, Terry McGinnis. Thank you. His voice, Terry McGinnis. Uh, Ron, po- Ron Stoppable from Kim Possible mm-hmm. and uh, several others be like you just have so many really good so you, like he said you've got your robo teddy bear thing yeah robo I mean I have to ask you said robo bear teddy bear thing and I, you have to remember I didn't watch the original show okay so I'm sitting here going there's a robotic teddy bear yes there are robotic teddy bears okay they're called robo bears Okay, Robo Bear. Tell me about the Robo Bear. Okay, a Robo Bear. There, since there's a cameo of a Robo Bear in this thing, it was apparently yeah. a big deal. Yeah. So Robo big Bear. enough deal that you thought it was more important than the original voice actor for right. Lion having a cameo. Well, the, the fact that the Robo Bears are from Third Earth in the original cartoon, they are a like I said, a robot like a robo robot bear that wind up helping the Thundercats throughout most of the series. They eventually wind up building Thundercats Lair. And so okay. to have a small cameo of a Robo Bear paw in this shop, I thought was very interesting. Okay, and the fact to be like they 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 do do a return of the Robo Bears in this series. Okay, then all right. Uh, let's see. We usually don't have this much trouble. No, we don't. Of course, usually we just watched the episode of right before. Right. Uh, 
Because he has a th- weird thing about this episode. Is I don't. F- it's not made to be seen by itself. No, even it's though not. it's edited to be by itself because right. they had to fit it into the standard thirty-minute block. Right. It's designed to be watched with part two. Yeah. And you can tell this by how many times the commercial break uh, fade out seemed to be right in the middle of a scene. Yeah, that's like, true. I remember there was one point where uh, Lionel's dad says, what's going on here? And before the camera would shift to actually show Lionel's dad talking, you see the fade out and it comes back in. And instead of repeating the line, it's just like they keep continuing. And it's like, that was a weird edit. Oh, it's because you you, you paid the lowest person on staff to edit this into a 30 minute episode into two 30 minute episodes that's why yeah. it's weird yeah you didn't design it like this um i mean there's a lot of cool little designs i i especially liked the uh the arena yeah uh where they had the games mm-hmm. uh and the bell, that aspect was interesting. And of course, well, we'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. Keep wanting to bring up part two. Yeah, we'll get there when we'll get there. We will, yes. But that's the thing is this episode is really almost, here is a day in the life of the kingdom. Yeah. We get we get to see Lion-O act a little immature. lion trying to step up and do, uh, to actually be the prince that he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, how, what he thinks is different from what everyone else thinks should happen. Yeah. Uh, so we it is mostly us learning about how Lionel looks at the world differently. Yes. Than everybody else. Mm-hmm. We do get a little bit of uh, foreshadowing yes. of Mumra. We do. In uh, when he does the. I have thun- the eye of thunder. Well, I was thinking so- the no. whole process when he first gets the sword and it's swinging it around, and apparently happens to hold it up to his face, or maybe the ceremony requires him to hold it up to his right. face. He doesn't say what I thought any anything to actually activate it. It just activates on its own, mm-hmm. and he gets a face full of purple mummy before he before they go. Why did you stop looking? Why did you stop? He says, I saw something. Like what did you see? Uh, those <laughs> ladies over there. That's all I saw. That's all I saw. It was just those those cute chicks. Yeah, those cute cat ladies. Yes. There's a word Meow. I want. There's a word I want to use, but that would get me in trouble. Uh, I'm getting that out. I was like, I'm sure I didn't see anything. It's like, and, and you could just see the look on the cleric's uh, Tara, Jatara. No, no, not Tara. Uh, Jaro. The, the head cleric. Oh, you're talking about... Um, oh, hold on. Now you got me drawing a blank. Uh, Jaga. Jaga. You, see, you can just kind of tell the look on Jaga's face. Like, oh, sure. You didn't see anything, anything. did you? And the Claudius was disappointed. Like, I didn't Everybody see, was disappointed. I didn't see anything. It says, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> that just means, yeah, y'all know. You know exactly what happened. You just, you're just letting him... Come to it of his own accord, where if you would have forced him to talk right then and there, maybe you know Mumra was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Im- immaturity, gro- be like immaturity, eventually grows. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> yes, hopefully. Yeah. So I think that's probably the the gist of the episode. I think. Like pretty much. Yeah. I mean, 
we do get to meet, like I said earlier, we do get to meet Chitara, but mm-hmm. it's only really hinted that she, the reason she was behind, uh, she, she was essentially stalking Lino in the first place. Yeah. It's only really hinted as to why she was doing that. Mm-hmm. Kit and Kat show up for a short bit, mm-hmm. but there's no real context of them showing up other than let's see them pretend to be Aladdin for a, for a scene and steal <laughs> this guy's money. Right. And then we get we hear about Panthro, mm-hmm. but we find out he supposedly died. Right. I'm saying supposedly because I've looked through the cast list and they did mention him. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's not just because of the three seconds he's in part two. <laughs> Sorry, in part two, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming it's more than that. Uh, and then, of course, we get like, we get more scenes between Lion-O and Tigra, mm-hmm. at least, since they're, in this version, half-brothers. Mm-hmm. But that's really about it. I mean, th- like, like I said earlier, it's designed to be the lead-up to the next episode... Because they were all originally one episode that was originally broadcast. Well, I do want to say one thing. I like, think. Yeah, my mistake earlier, they're not half-brothers, but they're like they're... Like, Tiger is an adopted brother. Which is the only reason why he wouldn't be firstborn to... The, uh, for, exactly. Uh, the heir to the throne. He generally, the, it's the firstborn male, but if he was adopted... Yeah. Then he can't be uh, heir to the throne. Exactly. Only, uh, once there is a uh, legitimate brother. Yeah. Or a, leg- a legitimate heir, which would be Lionel. Yeah. And but it may, okay, I do have a question. It may not be in this episode where I where he says it. It may be in the next one. But is Tigra the son of Groon? No. Okay. It sounded almost like they it, that was a father son relationship. But maybe if he got adopted, it was before they knew they were getting Lionel and. They were having like, lining him up to be heir, and some deal with, and and that would be that would give credence later on to Groon's actions if that was the case. Mm. But if that's not the case, I, it it that was just me misreading. Yeah, no, it's more that Groon and Tiger have known each other for so long that it's it's almost like it like a very budding father son okay. relationship. <laughs> All right, and then you have the they butting heads relationship between Tiger Tigra and Lionel. Well, yes. That makes sense. Yeah. They're brothers for crying out. Yeah, loud. they're brothers and the fact that they're, they're, um, they might as well be blood brothers. Yeah, they're so Yeah, the fact that we have uh Tigra is the be like he he's he's more kingly. He's has that more presence as a leader. He has more of the like like Groon says, "Be like you, you, you would make a perfect king, but alas, the ghost goes to the uh, legitimate heir, <laughs> and you know that's the the whole argument where it starts the uh, the um, they go into the arena and say, okay, let's see if we can prove you know prove who's the strongest of them all, right. and of course, Lionel I- gets his you know gets his tail kicked. <laughs> well, it's because the leader is not necessarily the strongest fighter." Agree. The person who's the best leader is generally the one who can think more strategically. That is true. That's how they got to be king in the first place, in some instances. Some instances, yes. Uh, yes, technically, Tigra is the much stronger uh, warrior. Yeah, technically. In a warrior culture would, under normal circumstances, 
makes sense as to being perfect candidacy for a king. Yes. But let's face it, if Tigra had been in charge, they still the kingdom still would have fallen and they may not have been able to get back out of it. That's as a spoiler warning for the next one. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think we've about hit the end of this because we keep bringing up the the next episode. Yeah. So I think that's going to be it for here. So I yeah. think so. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh, boy. So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.